Hello and welcome to Ben Vion Spielberg. I am your resident Spielberg apatheticist, Emily Schmemily. And I'm your resident Spielberg fanatic, Justin Kizon. Um, this is our first of a few bonus episodes, mm-hmm. now that we've covered um, all of Spielberg's movies. Yeah. Except for Poltergeist, which we will get to. Yeah. <laughs> um, all of his official movies. All of his officially credited films yeah. as per IMDb. <laughs> well, I'm, Poltergeist is on uh, IMDb now. Do they, do they do that? They added it. They, it, says, it says uncredited, oh, but they, they've officially listed Poltergeist oh, under Spielberg's director. I actually can't wait to do that episode. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a fun one. Um, but what are we doing today, Justin? Why don't you explain it to, to the folks? I will. So, um, I figured, since we have done the as much of the oeuvre mm-hmm. as, uh, as po- uh, uh, that's available, and uh, official, yeah. <laughs> um, I figured it'll be fun. Because this is what film fans like to do, a top ten list. Yeah, yeah. I figured that's a that's a good way to kind of let's look back on the movies we've we've talked about, and mm-hmm. this show's been on for a couple of years now, and and go like, all right, if we had to pick, what yeah. would be our favorite ones? Yeah. Um, and I also kind of made a weird rule. Yeah. Um, Emily, what is your favorite Spielberg film? Which I'm just asking you. Right just asking me. I'm just asking you. That's Which... definitely gonna be Jaws. Okay. Yeah, Justin, what's your favorite Spielberg film? Raiders. Uh-huh. Now, yeah. what possibly might be your second favorite. Oh, it's got to be Raiders. Justin, what's your second favorite? See, that's going to be Jaws. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we, we've wiped those two for right. consideration. Yeah, and I figured I would make the list more interesting. Yeah. You know, and also, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie, depending on my mood, Jaws gets bumped up to one. Yeah, I mean, I love Raiders, but Raiders never... No, nothing See, I know that. Jaws, yeah. I know that for a fact. Yeah. Um... But yeah, my my that 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 listing flip flops depending yeah. on my mood. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's a boring list. It's like, well, it's the same. Yeah. So we eliminated those two. <laughs> it's eliminating those two. Um, do you want to go from ten down? Yeah, let's do okay. let's do ten down. Should we just dive in? Um, okay, here's the thing. I'm gonna ask you your ten. Okay. And if it happens to be my ten, yeah, you'll say it. I'll say it. But if it doesn't, it, but it is on my list, yeah. I'll tell you where it is on my list. Do you want to do? Um, there's another podcast that I'm sort of involved with called James Bonding, um, mm-hmm. where they did a thing where they made a rule where they only talk about the movie once uh, all parties had brought it up when they were doing a story. Yes, we can do that. So we'll do that, and then if. Um, although I guess with us it's possible that we won't get to the point where both of us have brought it up. Oh, because it's okay. Dead. I'm going to say it's very likely that there are some movies <laughs> on my list that are not on yours. Yeah, very likely, yes. The same, vice versa. Uh, okay, so we'll do until they're both brought up, or if if one of us has one that we know, like if you say one that I know is not on my list, I'll say, okay, go ahead, because that's not on my list. Okay, that okay. makes sense. All right. All right, and then that's... I will say my 10. Uh, yeah, number 10. Go my ahead. My number 10, um, and I did, when we talked about this, I did warn you that 10 is a lot of movies. Not when you don't include Jaws or Raiders. Yeah. There's probably going to be some movies on here that I don't super like, <laughs> but nonetheless are technically in the top ten. Yeah. Um, so my number ten is Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Okay. That is my number seven. Okay. So we'll get to that when you do that. What's yeah. your number ten? Uh, my number ten is Tintin. That is... I'm not going to say where it is, but it's on my list. Okay. So we'll, we'll get to that when I bring it up. Okay. All right. <laughs> my number nine. Mm-hmm. Duel. Ooh, that's on mine as well. Yeah. Higher. Okay. Much higher. I'll, I'll, okay. Yeah, What's yeah. your number nine? My number nine is Catch Me If You Can. That's not on my list. We're going to talk about that now. All right. Um, That's absolutely knew, not on my I list. Absolutely. And mind I add, I know what's on yours. That's not on mine. Without even, <laughs> yeah. without even 
Not even blinking I'm an sure eye. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm sure the audience does now. <laughs> They've been listening in every episode. Yeah. Uh, Alright, so I'll put Catch Me If You Can is, is my number nine. Yeah. I think uh, for me, mm-hmm. uh, it is uh, one of the more enjoyable ones I've, I that's really stuck with me. Yeah. Uh, in the more uh, in the last you know decade or so, um, I, I there are a couple other ones I've I've considered, and I, there are ones I really liked. Even last month's episode, Lincoln, I I did really enjoy it. But uh, Catch Me If You Can has kind of stuck with me since I first saw it, and I, I always kind of refer back to that in my brain. So yeah. uh, uh, I really enjoyed it. I really liked it a lot, and that's you know as I, I as I think back on the the post two thousand Spielberg, it that does. Yeah, it, I've gravitated to that one a lot more than the other ones he's made. So that's um, my personal number nine. It's so bad, though. It's I bad. know you don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I just hate Frank Abagnale so much, and I don't <laughs> want to spend a movie with him. I was fascinated with I was fascinated with the story. I was, back. <laughs> I was fascinated with the story. I, yeah. I enjoyed DiCaprio quite a bit. Um, you like the way the movie looked? I mean, we, we don't need to relitigate. We, we were literally, yet, I yeah. Guess. yeah. I, I, I think the movie looked fine. We talked about it in the yeah, episode. Yeah, like, yeah. I think what, what sticks out for me in terms of why I even put it on my 10 yeah. is that... Um, I think the it's a it's a it's a fun story for me. It's a fascinating story for me to kind of yeah. see it. Um, con artist stories are always interesting, regardless. And I found this one to be another interesting one. I think it's a great use of DiCaprio. Yeah. And um, uh, there, it just seems like there's a lightness to it that I haven't seen Spielberg do as much. Yeah. Uh, until Terminal. So you know, overall, <laughs> I, I, I yeah the that's the reason it is on my on my top ten of cool. the ones we've watched. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so that was my number nine. My uh, number eight. Yes. Uh, Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade. Ooh, that is not on mine. Not on your list not at all. Not on my list at all. Go for it. Um, so, I mean, as we said in our in our episode about Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade, it is mm-hmm. Raiders Light. Yes. <laughs> uh, but for someone who loves Raiders and doesn't love Steven Spielberg so much... <laughs> That'll get you on a list. That'll put you on a list. I, I think there's a lot of good moments in it. Sean Connery is very good in it. Yeah. Um, That's definitely the main reason to watch Last yeah. Crusade, is, yeah. is, is Harrison and Sean. Yeah. You should yeah. have mailed to the Marsh Brothers. Come on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> still good. Yeah, it's still a good line. Um, there's, there's enough good in the movie that it's still, like... My, my number one criteria when I was making this list was, at a given moment, what, do I, what would I want to watch the most? Yeah. Um, and Last Crusade is one of those movies. Like, even if I don't love it, even if I do think, well, it's just kind of Raiders. Like, I, I will still watch it occasionally, especially if I'm like, what if I just watched all three Indiana Jones today? <laughs> Which is not unheard of for me. So, um, yeah, I mean, uh, y'all, y'all know, y'all know Indy. Yeah, I, I feel like for me, it's like, um, I don't hate it. That's yeah. the truth. But I think that there is a definite, I'm noticing there's a definite age. That's another kind of age thing mm-hmm. where it's like people who are a little bit younger than me. Really love Last Crusade, and I'm very critical of Last Crusade. Do you think it's in that same category as Die Hard with a Vengeance because of that? You know, that's an interesting point. <laughs> Wait, do you like Die Hard with a Vengeance? I love Die Hard with a Vengeance. See, okay, here's the thing. I So do I. Yeah. So I don't know if it's... <laughs> Die Hard with a Vengeance is like tied with the first Die Hard for me. You know, if I have to go through all the Die Hards, yeah. I'm with you on that. All two Die Hards? You Are... mean Die Hard 1 and Die Hard with a Vengeance? vengeance? <laughs> Where do you stand on Die Hard 2, Die Harder? 
the trailer has like my favorite dumb thing, which is I can't believe I'm going through the same. How can the same guy go through the same thing? <laughs> yeah. Outside of that, I forgot a lot of Die Hard. That movie is—it's so dumb. I—I I don't think it's good. Yeah. I don't remember it being good. A lot of people will try to pretend that it's like right up there. Like it's like, oh, the first three are good. No, mm. Die Hard is very. Die Hard would have. Been, you would have like. I know it's turning to a Die Hard tank talk, but I don't care. I have no problem with that. Die Hard would be on McTiernan. What I like. <laughs> it is because those are the only ones he's done. Um, what I like about Die Hard of Vengeance is that it just—it's like it's just putting it's it is what I like. Yeah. About another indie film. Yeah, which I'm sure we will talk about <laughs> at some point in this episode. Um, is that it's just McLean. Uh-huh. In another movie. Yeah. And like in Literally, this... because I, it started out as a script called Simon Says. Exactly. So that's what I kind of think about Die Hard of Vengeance. It's yeah. that it's just John McClane yeah. in a whole other movie. And I actually like the other cop characters. Yeah. I actually really enjoy the other uh, the cops in, in New York. Yeah. And Sam Jackson's fun. Yeah, Sam Jackson's great. Yeah. And uh, Jeremy Irons is... is 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 as decent, is enjoyable, you know? Is I, he as is he as good as as Alan? I, I it's debatable. But I like him. I yeah, I wouldn't say he's as good as Alan Rickman, but I you think he's very I th- I I think I would say better than decent though. Okay, yeah. I'm good with that. I'm good with yeah, that. I'm sorry for all that moving noise there. The <laughs> dogs want to do a little exchange. One one to leave, one one to go. It ain't an episode of the show, whatever. If, if dogs don't interrupt. <laughs> yeah. Um so that's my number eight. What's your number eight, Justin? My, uh, my number eight is Saving Private Ryan. That is not on my list, so you okay. can go ahead and talk about it. Um, and it's a thing where I, I did debate on that for a while. Yeah. Like we've we've had a we had a talk on the show. We had we when we did our episode, I did. And I, actually, funny thing, I did a re-listen of the episode because okay. I had a I had a friend of mine. He he started listening to the show, mm-hmm. and he pointed out the fact that he just went up to me and went, like, you, "You you you didn't like Saving Private Ryan?" And I'm like, "It's been a while since I listened to that ep," and I'm yeah. like. Did I did I say I didn't like it? Like I I'm, got to you. I seeped in. Yeah. <laughs> like I was critical of it, but yeah. I don't know if I. And so I listened to it again, yeah. and uh, uh, just to confirm, like, did I say I hated Saber? I don't remember. I wrapped my little Spielberg hate tentacles around <laughs> your brain and gave it a good squeeze. Here's the thing: you clearly, definitely said you didn't. I yeah. uh, was more critical about it, but I overall liked it. And as I was listening to our own episode, <laughs> I I think at the end of the day, the the D-Day sequence. It's, yeah, it's very good. It's, I, that's enough for me to put it in the top ten. Yeah. It is, it's just masterful filmmaking. Yeah. And I, there's, that alone is the reason, like, well, I have to put that on the list. Just, yeah. it's just a pure filmmaking, yeah. period. The D-Day sequence is, is enough alone. Is enough uh, for me. So, yeah, whatever, nerd. <laughs> man, that's what we, <laughs> Emily, that's the sh- that's what, why are you attacking me like that? <laughs> All right, so that was my number eight. Okay. <laughs> um, so, num- so mine is Close Encounters is number seven. What is your number seven? Uh, my number seven is Lincoln. Okay, so that's on my list. So Not on your list? Not on my list. Okay. Lincoln, as we talked about in the episode, Daniel Day-Lewis reminds me of my grandfather. It's a very nice, warm feeling. Um... <laughs> It's also, I'm far from the first person to make this observation, but it's, like, West Wing 1860, like, yep. basically. Um, and again, with my list, watchability was the one thing, was pretty much the one thing I ranked on, which mm-hmm. is why Schindler's List is not on, on not on Emily's list. Okay. Um, which is something I feel like we need to address, because it's, like, definitely one of Spielberg's best movies. Right, right. But it's, 
if it's a top ten favorite, like that's a good criteria. The yeah. way you're explaining, um, and, you know what? And I, Lincoln was so close. Yeah. On mine, and I think the reason is I I, I don't gravitate to really rewatching it. Yeah. Um, I guess I don't either. But it's something that like at any moment, if someone was like, "Hey, want to watch Lincoln?" I would probably say, "Yeah, yeah, I think I'm down for some Lincoln." You know what? What I, I like about Lincoln. You know what I like about Lincoln on your list? Yeah. Is that you've you've definitely established in the show that you. Are not into historical dramas, correct? And you're not into Spielberg's, yeah, historical dramas. And I later am not era. into later, so yeah. And so I, that's what I think. It's really cool that it is on your list yeah. because, despite all of that, you did actually enjoy this one. But despite all that, they still passed the bill and got Lincoln on my list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real story of triumph. Well said, man. Yeah. Um, should we talk about Close Encounters of the Third Kind? Yes. I'll, well, I'll say why it's on my list, despite not liking it. Okay. It's kind of... Uh, and that's um, your number... That's my number 10. That's your number so that, 10. That just squeaked in there. Okay. Um, I don't like it. <laughs> right. I think it's a decent at best film, except mm. the fact that I, I do think there are some really sort of great iconic images. Yeah. Even if they're ones that I remember more from the uh, the Weird Al parody scene in UHF <laughs> than the actual film. Uh. The mashed potato sequence is something that is always like been firmly implanted in my mind since right. I was a kid. Um, so there's, I mean, there's, and as um, it's made my favorite uh, children in a Spielberg movie. We talked about that on the episode too. To yeah, yeah. Way back to those. Right. The kids in that movie are, I felt the only kind of like actual good realistic portrayal of children in Spielberg movies because mm-hmm. they were just little shit stars time. Right. Which I guess is accurate in a way, but not in a way that's fun <laughs> to watch. Um, so I think there's enough good that it's. It's worth rewatching every once in a while, but overall, I don't think it's a very good movie. Um, it is my it is my number seven, yeah. and I and I put it above Tintin, Catch Me If You Can, and Save Private Ryan because yeah. um, I at the end of the day, those iconic elements it just hit me. Yeah. Still, even I'm I'm actually with you too. Like the story doesn't affect me as much as yeah. I as it did originally, and um, but I can't go past like how great John's music is and how iconic those final moments of the film are that, uh, and even just not even the final moments, like, yeah, like the, the mashed potato scene. I mean, that whole buildup of him going crazy. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. I legitimately love all, and and yeah, it's some really great Richard Dreyfuss. Yeah. Richard Dreyfuss is fantastic. Even if the movie sucks, Richard Dreyfuss, you get Richard (laughs) Dreyfuss in there. I'm not going to complain too much. Yeah. (laughs) So all of that is like part of this, like, yeah, it's this weird case. Like I almost, I still feel a little blasphemous as a, (laughs) as the, Spielberg fanatic, as I kept saying in all these episodes, yeah. that even I had to admit, like, yeah, Close Encounters didn't work on me when we when we did that episode. Yeah. Um, but don't get me wrong, when they did the 4K re-release for the th- I think the 40th anniversary this year, yeah, I was bummed I missed it, even yeah. though I admitted that it isn't uh, a movie that I love as much. I heard a rumor on the internet: if you go to that big plateau from the film, they screen the movie every night there. No. Really? I think it's like a, it's like a tourist thing. They do an outdoor screening of that movie every night. That actually, that's kind of cute. Because what I, else I, are you going to do when you're there? That's true. Like, what else is there to do on that? Yeah, no. Devil's to, not. What's it called? Peak. Devil's Peak. Yeah. Okay. I guess not much other than when you watch the movie. Watch the movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, it's okay. So that's your number ten. Uh, that's my number seven. Yeah. My number six. Mm-hmm. I got a feeling this. I don't know if this is going to be on your list. I don't think it is. Mm. Um. AI, artificial intelligence. It is not on my list. I am so surprised that it is on yours. What is AI doing in there? Listen, Listen, AI has some problems. 
Yeah. Let's let's admit that. Let's, yeah. Let's get that right off the bat. <laughs> there are some issues with AI. Yeah. Um, the whole third act is trash. <laughs> I'll be the first to admit that. But there's a good there's a good little grip in there mm-hmm. where it's like just this super fucking weird version of like Blade Runner almost. <laughs> or Jude Law's Gigolo Joe, is it? Correct, yeah. Um and it's just so much it's just a lot of fun. Yeah. I will agree to that. Yeah. But it do, it definitely wasn't enough for me to put it on my list. Yeah. Um it's just, it's so ambitious, I think, which is a weird thing to say for, mm-hmm. like, Steven Spielberg in 1999, like, this right. point he had already kind of done everything that a director can do. Right, right. And yet it's still, it, there's this sense of ambition to it, because it's so clearly not a Steven Spielberg movie. Yeah, 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 for um, sure. That it's just, it's it's in, it's incredibly interesting to watch, mm-hmm. I would say. And, and again, go, once again, going for watchability, like, yeah, I probably will sit down and watch AI again at some point in my life, because yeah. it, it's just... There's a lot there, you know? Right, no, for sure. And I I think I've, I've read enough articles from from some folks who, uh, some critics who I like, who yeah. have had, like, further thesis and analysis on AI now that some time has passed, and they're starting to find some things they can, they can really sink their teeth into. Yeah. And um, for me, it's like, I, at the end of the day, I, I'm actually, hey, I'm with you. Once that chunk starts happening, yeah. it's, it's super crazy, unlike Spielberg's other work. Yeah. Um, I would damn, but I guess that that first chunk for me is is kind of a slog for me. The first chunk is bad too. Yeah, and that's that's what doesn't. I still don't like the ending. Yeah, I'm, I'm, and I still don't like that first chunk. Yeah, um, you just take the you just take the bread off that sandwich. You got yourself a nice I got, little meat treat. That's true. <laughs> yeah. um, um, I also think that part of the why I like it is the same reason I like the Star Wars prequels, which is it's just mm-hmm. so much effort and so much polish. <laughs> For no one really having a good idea of what they were trying to accomplish. Right. <laughs> um, no, I could see that. No, I could see that for sure. Um, all right, so that's a, that's a surprising one. It's my number six. What's your number six, That's Justin? surprising. Uh, my number six is Duel. Duel, which I had on my list as okay. well. Okay. So it's time to talk Duel. Let's talk Duel. Where is Duel landing on yours? Number nine. Number nine? Yeah. Okay, number that makes nine. that makes sense. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. <laughs> number nine. <laughs> There's um, a, a little reference for all our Beatles fans, our <laughs> listeners. Duel, um, I'm kind of glad it is on our list. Because yeah. that is the first episode of the show. Yeah. Um, Duel is um, not perfect. No. E- especially theatrical cut that, that is, they only want it to really truly available. Yeah. Um, but man, Duel, Duel is just a nice little thriller. Yeah, it's a little similar to AI. <laughs> <laughs> and that there are these big flaws, but th- I think... There's there's a little bit of energy into it, yeah, um, which just makes it interesting to watch. There's, yeah, you can kind of see where Spielberg was like, oh shit, you can see where people saw stuff in him. Yeah, and I think that's kind of the fun of watching Duel yeah. is that Duel really is like, um, if the, if Spielberg never made another movie after Duel, yeah. for some reason or another, people will go, whoever that guy, whoever who whoever that person is who directed Duel, that's a shame. Because yeah. that guy clearly was pretty good at that. Yeah. And that's what's kind of fun about watching Duel, is that it's like this, just this little weird, but kind of fun thriller that um, really amps it up in the right places. Yeah. And I really dug it for all those reasons. And yeah, no, it's, it's, it's definitely like, oh yeah, clearly that's the guy who's going to direct some really 
successful things later on. But even as that, as a simple little thriller, yeah. it's a ton of fun. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, that's why it's pretty high up there for me. Yeah. All right. Number my number five. Okay. That is my number four. Oh. So we're pretty close. Yeah. Well, what's what's your number five? Uh, Hook. Okay, that's on my list, so we'll talk about that later. Okay, okay. now it's time to talk Jurassic Park. That's kind of a reason why it's on the list. Yeah, I mean, for sure, right? Yeah, no. Great score. Great score. Shitty kids. Not gonna argue with that. Um, um, it it is the thing too where we talk about it. That is kind of the last, yeah, truly like big, yeah, Spiel- big fun blockbuster Spielberg. Yeah, and the last time any uh, his last and also like the last like culturally impactful. Yeah, the last iconic. Yeah, I mean, I guess like you could argue that Schindler's List and Saving Private Ryan. It was the same year too. Like yeah, Saving yeah. Private Ryan for sure, and Schindler's List. Was Which the came same. out first, Schindler's List or Jurassic Park? I believe. I think maybe Jurassic came out first. Yes, because no, Schindler's List came out first. Right? You're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. He shot Jurassic. Mm-hmm. Then he shot Schindler's List. Then he did the post for Jurassic. Park, That's right. And the okay. post took way longer for Jurassic Park, obviously. Right. Um, um, but yeah, no. With um, Jurassic Park, yeah, it's it is his last. It is the one where I feel like it's his last real kind of like uh, big fun blockbuster yeah. with some kind of gnarly violent stuff that feels kind of tonally consistent yeah um even if i'm not in love with it, all the characters yeah i mean but jeff goldblum of course the weird thing about jeff goldblum <laughs> in the movie is that like jeff goldblum is very good yeah right we all we all love jeff goldblum yeah, yeah, yeah. we all want to see him say life uh finds a way right we all want to see him uh do the sexy shirtless uh, <laughs> breathing heavy when he's injured we all love that yeah and yet when i watch the movie mm-hmm. i fucking hate ian malcolm <laughs> Because he's a fucking douchebag piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. But that is the magic of Jeff Goldblum, is that in mm-hmm. moments, he can make you forget that and just appreciate the Jeff Goldblum of it all. Right, right, no, exactly. That's the power of Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that character's a real piece of shit in that movie. <laughs> um, but no, there's some, yeah, at the end of the day, like, the first T-Rex attack is... Oh, it's so good. So good. Yeah. Um... Just the the, 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 the the kids being chased in the kitchen by the Velociraptors. Very, very good. Very, very good. Hold on to your butts. Hold on to your line. butts. <laughs> yeah. There's, it, yeah, it's, it is such an iconic film. It'd be, and it just, there's so much of it that still works. How can I not yeah. put it on this list? I will also say, um, this, making this list really sort of reinvigorated me as a Spielberg apatheticist slash doubter. Because, like, Jurassic Park has so many elements that I really love, but yeah. it's, like, not a movie I enjoy <laughs> watching all the way through. Um, because the problems, I really see them when I watch the movie all the way through. Mm-hmm. And yet it's number five on my <laughs> That's kind of the reason, I, again, that's where you, I really thought it'd be, this would be fun to do as a, as a list, because I'm like... Yeah, I feel like I've really earned my hater cred today. <laughs> Um, okay, so that is, uh... That was your, your number four, so my number four... Yes. Which I guarantee is not on your list, because... Oh, here it comes. the Terminal. Go. I'm just gonna let you go ahead and, uh... Listen. Go ahead, no, go Sometimes, go. you have a long day, and you just need to relax into a, a soft jacuzzi of a movie, and listen to Tom Hanks talk in a funny made-up accent, and hang out in the airport... And like MacGyver together a meal out of saltines and ketchup, and then figure out the cart thing to get the quarters. And it's just a it's just a nice bubbly little jacuzzi of a movie that you can just curl up and relax to. 
Does it have problems? Sure, but we're not too worried about that because we're in the jacuzzi right now. <laughs> and that's how I feel about the terminal. <laughs> so my number... <laughs> Spielberg fans out there, yeah, come at me. The terminal is better than Jurassic Park. I said it. I mean, you're the apathetic, so... <laughs> Your list is going to vary. <laughs> um, oh, should I do my... Okay, we, uh, number three... Mm-hmm. I don't know who should go. Um, number three. We'll definitely talk about... If I say mine, we'll definitely talk about it, because it's already been on your list. Okay. Um, I'll go ahead and do number three. Okay. Because I know list? it's not on your list. Okay. What's Schindler's list? list. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. Not, as I said, not on my list. Not on your list. And I, for the same reason that uh, I put, like, Super Mario Ryan, but also the reason why it's above it. I think we might have the same number one, by the way. I'm just throwing... I don't think we do. Oh, you would don't? I don't believe so. Is my number one not on your list? It's possible. That's shocking to me. It, right. it might be. I, it, but I'm curious. Okay, now I'm super curious to find out what your number one is. Yeah. Um, but um, Schindler's List is on my number. Th- is my number three. Okay. And and I, I understand your reasoning for not yeah. because it, if you want to say like we like we said on the episode, it's not like hey, I what think it's it? a Schindler's List night. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Schindler's List night. <laughs> but <laughs> um, but. It is definitely like hit one of his best films. Yeah. And it is so it is so well crafted and and acted and written and and Janusz, I'm i I've been bitching about him for so much, but I can't he's so good here. Yeah. <laughs> he does such amazing work. Yeah, in he's Schindler's good at List. one thing. Yeah. Black and white in contrast. Yeah. <laughs> it's gorgeous. Schindler's List is a gorgeous film. Yeah. And 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 Williams is like this just a different John Williams, but it's still beautiful and iconic, and it's, no, like, Chino's List is just good filmmaking, and hard to watch for all the reasons that we said on the episode, mm-hmm. and, yeah, no, uh, uh, the, on a pure filmmaking standpoint, as just a movie, as a good movie, I, I, I'm like, well, I've got to put that on there, but I totally understand, like, yeah. I, I can't, I, it would probably be several more years yeah. for me to feel the need to rewatch Schindler's List again. Yeah. But absolutely, it's on my list. Um, my number three, okay. which has already been on your list. Okay. Um, Tintin. The Adventures of Tintin. Sweet. I look forward to talking about this. Yeah. <laughs> much, it was, much higher on my list than yours. Um, well, I mean, by your criteria. Yeah. Like, watchability. Watchability, yeah. Yeah, so um, I think, I guess let me clarify, what is my criteria? I think whatever I felt is... Um, watchability is a chunk of it. Yeah. But also, I felt like what have what has the Spielberg movies that have stuck with me, mm-hmm. um, long past, uh, my rewatching for the show and just simply when I first saw it, and what has kind of like stuck with me like 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 uh, overall. And I actually am surprised that I put Tintin on. Yeah. But in our recent revisit, I went, damn, Tintin's, Tintin's just fucking good. Tintin's good. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so it's like it's your number three. So why is it that high for you then? Um, because it's a good movie and Spielberg doesn't make those often. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, Gee. it's just it's yeah, yeah. it's. I mean, <laughs> I'm not trying to be too much of a of, of an apatheticist here, but that is kind of my answer. And then mm-hmm. it's it's one of the movies that for me is watchable all the way through. Like yeah. there's no there's no chunks of Tintin where it feels too slow. There's yeah. no. I mean, maybe it doesn't have the same, like, iconic moments that a Jurassic Park have, mm-hmm. but it's just so solid all the way through. Yeah. Like, the jokes always work. I mean, they're not gonna, they're not, again, I'm not super memorable, maybe, but it's, if, anytime I'm watching Tintin, I'm having a good time all yeah. the way through. No, for sure. And um, I, yeah. 
And I kind of, what I think for me, go, go, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. And then there are big parts that, like, I would say are Superman, like the big, the, not chase, when they're falling down the the downhill so sequence good. that's so fucking good so good uh, and there there is still stuff like that that is like oh yeah this is just straight up classic Spielberg yeah um, so yeah that's why I didn't mention everything um, and I think for me it's like, and it, it, the reason is on my list at all is mm-hmm. the fact that as we've talked about in the episode I've, I've realized like you know what like this is the cool thing about this is after all this history of the other movies he's made yeah this one one of the things I, I realized that was fun about watching it like this time out after seeing all the other ones in, mm-hmm. in, the, in the order we have is that there's a looseness that yeah. that I can see that both him and John Williams had yeah. that was fun. Like, oh, you guys seemingly like, felt freer to both on music and both in Super's directing yeah. that I haven't seen in a while. And that was really a, a kick to really look at and yeah. be like, look how much fun you guys are having. Yeah. <laughs> like Spielberg is like, I'm going to put the camera here and here yeah. and I'm, I'm going to do this. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. And John's like, I'm going to make the music enjoyable and then yeah. poppy and do all. I'm like, yeah, yeah. No, this, yeah. no, Tintin feels like they feel free. Yeah. And that's what I love about it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, no, it's, it's on my list definitely for, for that as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, Who wants to do number two? I will do number two. Okay. My number two. Is Temple of Doom. That's on my list, but... It's I have a suspicion. Higher, so... I have a suspicion yeah. where it lands. Yeah. That's why I know for a fact your number one's not my number one. Yeah, so, um... Yeah, good call. Um, so my number two, mm-hmm. which you brought up earlier, but I can't remember where you said it was. Because mm-hmm. I remember you had jumped ahead. My number two is Hook. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk Hook. Where was your where's Hook on your list? Hook is my number five. Number five. Okay. Uh, Hook's fucking good. Hook is. I know I talked some <laughs> some some jazz on the on the pre Neverland stuff, and I do stand by that. Sure. But sure. But goddamn, the Neverland stuff is so good. <laughs> uh, I, I'm sure this will make Mark quite happy happy to hear yeah. that it's on our top ten. And yeah. I think you know what? I think that episode is the reason it's so much higher on my list. Yeah. It's on my list at all. Yeah. And so much higher. It's a, it's a solid in the middle. Yeah. And like, yeah, no, Hook is the shit. Hook is fucking good <laughs> as hell. Dustin Hoffman is incredible in it. Yeah. Robin Williams is good. Yeah. John's score mm. is, I love John's score in this thing. Specifically where, in the flying sequence. Yeah, that Like good. the, I am Peter Pan and I am flying. You know, I will. I cannot forgive John for what he did in the pre-Neverland sequences. Listen, listen, score, listen, listen. For listen. those crimes he committed. Bum, bum, da, da. <laughs> um, but the flying stuff. Yeah. The flying music is is some of my favorite John Williams score. Yeah, and something I wish I had talked about more in the episode that I've. I the more I think about it, the more I love it. Is is um. Dustin Hoffman and Bob Hoskins together as Hook and Shmi. You know, that makes sense to me, because you know what your other show is? My other, oh, my other, my other podcast. <laughs> your podcast is. Uh, it's the Super Mario Brothers Minute. Uh, where you you have to constantly talk about Bob Hoskins. That's true. Bob Hoskins <laughs> is so fucking good. He is amazing. Yeah. As me. Yeah. And you're right. Him and Hoffman are just great as the duo of, yeah. of Hook and Shmi. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, like it's just fun. Yeah. And it's like a thing where I know that it's like it's also nostalgic for me. It's a very '90s fun. Yeah, yeah it definitely is that. Uh, but and you got Thud Bud in there. Who doesn't love? Thud Who Bud? doesn't love? I made reference to, <laughs> to him last week because like, was it my uh, my buddy Victor? Because we worked together at the same store. Mm-hmm. He's like, you ever just imagine 
rolling, like turning to a rock and then yeah. rolling down the stairs at work. And I went, I kind of imagine more being like Thud Bud and yeah. just kind of rolling down like a person. Yeah. And he's like, and just knocking down everyone. Yeah. yeah I get that. <laughs> yeah. Um, Hook. Hook is, Hook is good. Hook is good. Yeah. Hook is good. Um, I'm, I'm sure, again, Mark, that's for you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so do we, so we know my number one and it, uh, well, it was on your list already. Yes. So, so do we want to talk about that now and then save your number one? I guess so. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Let's talk about Temple of Doom. Let's talk Temple of Doom. It's so good. I, listen, listen, <laughs> we know there's problems with it. <laughs> We know there's some pretty big problems with it, um, but the good parts are so good. Like, what was it? So my my nephew, who's eight years old, uh, uh, is currently not watching the indie movies. Yeah, it was his it was his choice. Mm-hmm. He he was curious and he wanted to watch it. My brother, um, uh, the the man who influenced my film taste, yeah, uh, who's the one who introduced me to Indiana Jones and Star Wars. Uh, he borrowed my DVDs for some reason. Have it. That's weird. Yeah. Joel, up. <laughs> Get on that, man. Um, you know, you're a father. That's your job. <laughs> you're asking your little brother for his DVDs. <laughs> anyway, so he's buying it from me, and yeah. uh, my eight-year-old nephew loved Raiders. Yeah. Like loved it. So he was like, I want to see all of them. Yeah. It's like cool. He'll watch the other two. Yeah. <laughs> so he you have to wait till they're older to teach them about no he'll you know, find out on his own yeah. <laughs> yeah. so he went to go see Temple yeah and he liked Temple a lot yeah but my brother my brother broke my heart a little bit because he, he was like I saw I was watching it with him he's like man that's not good is it and I'm like uh, oh, oh. oh I, I, still... I first you said that and like I it took my brain a second to catch up <laughs> like it just... I, I didn't understand what you were saying <laughs> I I was like, oh, I mean, oh, I still, oh, I, there's stuff I like, I still like it. And can I say, by the way, mm-hmm. you talked about it, how depending on mood, sometimes Raiders and Jaws will flop. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say depending on mood, sometimes Raiders and Temple will flop for me. I could see that. Yeah, I could see that. Um, because for me, it's like the way I could see it is like, yeah, they Temple was still actually my first Indiana Jones movie. Yeah, like Raiders, I can see on a filmmaking writing standpoint. Oh yeah, it's yeah, that's the best one. Yeah, but man. That just, Temple is just so much just, fun. Just the, the mm. <laughs> <laughs> minecart chase. Yeah, and I'll say the the anything goes the intro sequence. I love that. I think it's I think it's definitely my favorite moment in scene in an Indiana Jones movie. Yes, it's maybe my favorite scene in a Spielberg movie. Why? Yeah. Really? Why? I mean, it's great. I'm with you, but why is that your favorite? It's just so fucking good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so James Bondy, which I, as a James Bond ah, fan, I like. There it is. Uh, okay. <laughs> and it's like, I mean, Jaws is still firmly a, a, a movie I like more, but I'm trying mm-hmm. to think of an individual sequence in Jaws that I like more than that sequence, and mm-hmm. I can't think of one. It's really, you know what? I could see that. Yeah. yeah. It's really, it's a super great, fun sequence, and you're right, it's mega James Bond. Yeah, and that version of Anything Goes is like super it's like a super cool song. Yeah. Like it's it's just got so much going for it. Um and uh you know, hey, listen, I love Short Round. Yeah. I love Short Round in Indie. Yeah. You know, and like I that the bit where they give e- they put each other's hats on. Yeah. Gets me. Yeah. Right here. You know, and uh, you know, unlike my brother who took my own heart out <laughs> with his Kalima, I don't like Time Will Doom. Yeah, like I'm glad my little nephew liked it. Yeah, and so he seemed to enjoy it. I was shocked that he showed it to him because like that got bloody. 
Yeah, you're, it did. You're cool with that? Yeah, he's it like, really did. He's like, eh, it didn't harm you. Yeah. Well, well, arguments can be made. Yeah. But, you know. <laughs> um, yes, Temple. Temple. Yeah. Temple's great. Temple's so good. Temple's good. Temple's the sequel that I, like I said before, I want that. That's how I've wanted the indie sequels to always be. Yeah. You put indie in another movie. Like, you put John McClane in another movie. Yeah. For Die Hard with a Vengeance, you put Indy in another movie. And yeah. it still feels like an Indiana Jones movie. Let me pitch you this. Yeah. Indiana okay. Jones 5. Okay. Um, But Short Round is the star. Of course. Yeah, right? Oh my god. Yes. What if Harrison Ford is only in the first scene and he dies? I'm more than fine with that. Me he too. seems like he's me, doing that. Me too, right? <laughs> he's he's sort of, that's where his career seems like he's going. Yeah. He's like, I'm just going to go to do the sequels of all the other movies and yeah. then just die out yeah. i bet you he's gonna die in blade runner 2049 i da- i don't think he's gonna go past that one do you uh are you at all do you have feelings on the fact that him being in that movie pretty much canonically canonically i just said canonically makes it so that um uh why am i having a complete brain fart um, on, I on, don't. His, on the character's name Deckard? Deckard. Mm-hmm. I wanted to say Dan Riker, the video game's true. <laughs> <for some reason. laughs> um, Deckard is not a replicant because he wouldn't be that old if he was. I've. I've got. You've got theories on how he could still be one? No, I've got worries uh, on yeah. how they're going to handle that. Yeah. That's my. I, to side into Blade Runner 2049, I, I'm optimistic. Yeah. Because I, I, I do like that director. Yeah. I, I'm glad it's not Ridley. Yes. Yes. I, I, yes. I, I think after watching Alien Covenant, I'm super glad I it's not Ridley. I haven't seen that one, but I've seen Prometheus, and that is enough for me to make the call. Yep. Yep. I I, uh, I, I think it's good that he's not doing it. And I would we, argue, after having seen every movie Ridley Scott has made since Blade Runner. <laughs> um, I love The Martian. That's, that's me, though. Oh, I uh, forgot he did The Martian. Yeah. Well, see, I think, because it doesn't feel like a, it doesn't yeah. feel like a shitty Ridley Scott It doesn't Scott have that movie. Ridley stink on it. <laughs> Um, exactly. (laughs) So, um, uh, I'm glad, and so I'm glad there's other people involved, but I, there's a big part of me is like, I didn't really need another Blade Runner. Yeah. And furthermore, I really didn't need that question to be answered. Yeah. So, I'm cautious about Blade Runner 2049. I'm also cautious because Jared Leto's in it. That's that's a big... That's never a good sign. Nope. Mm Mm-mm. Because Mm-mm. best case scenario for this movie, I'm going to say, oh, it's good, except for the part Jared Leto's in. <laughs> that's the best case scenario. Uh, yeah, you're, that's, uh, you're probably going you're probably to be right about that. <laughs> okay, so... You're that, number one. I'm, I can't think of what it is. Oh, uh, I know what it is. Yeah, you do. I just blocked it out. Because I know it's not your number one. <laughs> Can I guess? Yeah. Uh, it's E.T. Yes. Yeah, I totally fucking <laughs> forgot about that. <laughs> That's why I'm like, we probably have seen number one. I went, no. I, I mean, I have, I have more faith in Temple of Doom. Um, <laughs> Temple of Doom is quite high on my list. That is yeah. number two. Yeah. Um, E.T. And that is the thing. Uh, E.T. is, and this is actually kind of appropriate, because it is... Uh, a bad movie? Uh, 30, it's an anniversary. <laughs> Will it come out in 1987? It came out... <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> overall, uh, I, I, no, it's just, E.T. is a movie that I always feel like, uh, it meant a lot of me as a kid, and I do feel like, if I think about what people think of quintessentially, the shorthandy thinking of how the people think about, uh, Spielberg, yeah. I feel like E.T. is the movie that most folks around my age would 
would gravitate towards. Yeah, and then if you want something like that that's better, you watch Super 8 or Stranger and, Things. And, and, <laughs> <laughs> and you see how... And how, the, how I, listen, <laughs> I like those as well. You see how that... Because the, clearly they took from E.T. how the format was <laughs> And By I later, feel, better directors I like feel, Abrams and the Duffer. I feel, that's arguable. <laughs> Percentage-wise, I like J.J. Abrams' movies a hell of a lot better than Spielberg's. I think that's a that's a fair opinion. <laughs> but no, E.T. That's what E.T. Uh, E.T. just has all those iconic elements to me that no, like my and to me when I think of Spielberg. I do think Jaws. Yeah. I think Raiders, mm-hmm. and I think E.T. Yeah. Those... That's fair. Yes. <laughs> I, I guess that's fair. <laughs> to me, when I think, if I you ask me what are Spiel what Spielberg as a triangle? Yeah. Of his film work, um, and you can make you know, I'm sure people will slap E.T. off and put close. Yeah, it's no, it's Jaws, Raiders, and the Terminal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Even I must admit that was a joke. <laughs> but yeah, no, no uh, E.T. is is that one for me. Yeah. So yeah, E.T. is definitely my my number one film. Yeah. Of that's not Raiders or Jaws. Sure. <laughs> yeah. And then my rebuttal is that it's an emotionally manipulative, saccharine piece of, piece would, of dirt. I would argue, what movie isn't emotionally manipulating you to feel <laughs> something? <laughs> I mean, lots of movies where it's... Temp, where, where Terminal I, was not emotionally manipulating you to feel sugary happy in your little jacuzzi you just mentioned earlier. That <laughs> didn't feel like manipulation, because I don't... Well... <laughs> no, because I don't, I don't think the Terminal maintains any illusion that the emotions were not earned. Whereas E.T. does, I feel like. I feel we're not going to see it. No, we're not. We're definitely not. It wouldn't be the show if we did, FYI, yeah, yeah, so... Yeah. All right, so okay, let's so uh, one more time. Uh, your top ten list is. Oh, you want from, to just run through it? Oh, my God, bro, let's run through it from ten. Okay, ten. Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Mm-hmm. Nine. Duel. Eight. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Seven. Lincoln. Six. AI. Artificial Intelligence. Five. Jurassic Park. Four. The Terminal. Three. The Adventures of Tintin. The Secret of the Unicorn. Is the full title. <laughs> uh, two. Hook. Uh, and one Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Okay, and that's from the apatheticist list. Yes, <laughs> from uh, the fanatics list. It's pretty traditional. Yeah. So I will go with yeah. So once again, my ten number ten, ten ten. I'm not gonna do the full title. I just can't. <laughs> <laughs> the Secret of the Unicorn. Thank you. <laughs> number nine, Catch Me If You Can. Number eight, Saving Private Ryan. Number seven, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Number six, Duel. Number five, Hook. Number four, Jurassic Park. Number three, Schindler's List. Number two, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Thank you. You're welcome. Number one, E.T. the Extraterrestrial. And his adventures on Earth. Yes. Which is the... the, the, Let's let's settle some podcast beef that I have going back years. Okay. The full title of E.T. is E.T. the Extraterrestrial. Right. But the book, or like some weird European VHS cover, uh, Mm -hmm. had the title as E.T. the Extraterrestrial terrestrial and his adventures on earth mm-hmm. and doug benson multiple times on his podcast penalized someone in a trivia game for not saying the t- full title of et which he considered et the extraterrestrial and his adventures on earth and doug benson that's not the fucking full title of ET. that's the title of a novelization you shithead and it was not fair to penalize those people i'd second that actually what the hell dude yeah. No! Come on, Doug Benson. That is inaccurate in every fashion. No, yeah. it's on the 
freaking poster. Yeah. <laughs> no one calls it the other thing you think it's called. Yeah. Anywho. Um, we have a little time left on this hour. You want to you do some movie wrecks like yeah, we do sometimes? Yeah, let's do that. But I, uh, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Uh, what was the last movie, new or old, you saw? Let's go with new. Let's, let's bring do- up my log. That yeah. would definitely be The Dark Tower. Yes, you did. Um, a lot of people don't like The Dark Tower. Um, the movie. Correct. Yes. Yeah, people like the books. They love the books. I'm going to make the case for The Dark Tower right now. Here we go. Because I think it's very good, and I think y'all should see it. Here we go. <laughs> Number one, it's very gay, which I consider a good thing. And I hope you do, too, if you're a friend of mine. Um, the whole movie is there's just so much of Idris Elba and Matthew McConaughey engaging in straight-up erotic role-play. Um, I do believe they had sex on set <laughs> because there is a chemistry to them that is just unreal. Um, also, if anyone's seen the YouTube video, popular YouTube video called The Potion Seller, um, do you have, are you familiar with that YouTube I video? I do not know this. I'm going to describe The Potion Seller to you. It's, okay. a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very popular YouTube video. It's, it became kind of a meme. It's got like 3 million views. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the whole video is just this guy in his room with like that kind of funhouse filter, you know, where it like makes your face small in the middle and stretches out. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the whole video is just him role-playing this little scene where he goes, Potion Seller. Potion seller, I'm going into battle and I need one of your strongest potions. And then he gets closer to be the potion seller and he says, You cannot handle my strongest potion. It would it's fit for a beast, not a man. Potion seller. Potion seller, please. I tell you I'm going into battle and I need your strongest potion. And the whole the whole movie, the Dark Tower, the dialogue sounds exactly like that to me. And it's goddamn delightful. Um the Dark Tower is just the super gay, super campy, uh, fun time, and I highly recommend it. You know, I, I'll admit that, because uh, here's the thing, I, I have no investment yeah. in the book series. I've never yeah. read them. So which I've never read them either, which I think helped yeah. me. Um, so, yeah, and for me, it's like, uh, that's why I have no real, like, kind of um, stake in this race, I guess. It's like, yeah. I'm like, well, I, I don't really have much emotional attachment to yeah. the franchise, so at, to me, the trailers, I just kind of looked... Okay, I look kind of generic and whatever. Yeah. I will say that that approach yeah. is at least, if I look through that filter, yeah. I might find some interest in watching that. Yeah. Um, it also does have a little bit of that Super Mario Bros. tease on it that I love, where, like, um, as not faithful at all to the games, that movie obviously is, there are, the movie is covered in these tiny little references. Yeah. To the Super Mario Brothers games, like, you know, the Thwomper Stompers, obviously, the Boom Boom Room, all these, um, different things that are uh, references. The the Dark Tower is sort of like that with Stephen King references as well. Okay. There's like, they need a code to go to Earth, and the code is 1408. The, you see a Pennywise carnival at one point. It's just a lot of stuff like that. Nice. Uh, hey, here's a segue. Yeah. Here's my last new movie. What's the last movie you knew, Saw? It's a Stephen King night, apparently. What? <laughs> it's it. <laughs> you, it's good, right? It's good. I really, really liked it. I, I'm really excited to see it. I'm hoping you dig it. I'm going to uh, see it tomorrow. Sweet. Yeah. Um, Which I mean, is before this comes out, so I will have seen it by the time the listener hears it. Excellent. Um, yeah, no, and uh, obviously you can hear a very in-depth version of my feelings on the new It yeah. in um, the newest episode of Nothing New that just came out this week in which we talk about uh, the new It and... Uh, the 1990 miniseries It Part One. Yeah. So, but I'll just say, I'm just here's a spoiler. I really liked it. So, 
Um, I, it, it, you know, it's actually funny for me to bring it up in the show mm-hmm. because there is a vaguely Spielberg-ish element. Oh yeah, that I'm sure you'll be fine with. <laughs> I can kind of see that in the trailers. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it's always that's always just you know like it's got a little bit of that. that yeah, that's the same movie that wasn't a Spielberg. Yeah, no, it's it's gonna it's got a little bit of that you know like kids on uh, kids against a huge crazy yeah situation kids on an adventure vibe yeah but it's fucked up in all the ways that Stephen King can in fact do yeah um so I really dug uh it so (laughs) and yeah again if you want to hear further in depth talk about uh why I really liked the new it uh, definitely listen to me and Andrew Lindy's newest episode of nothing new a remake podcast anywho uh, so yeah, that is my literally my most recent movie. I just saw that a couple days ago. Do you have an old movie recommendation? Uh, I do. Yeah. Um, it is an Albert Brooks comedy. Nice. That's called, always you're always in for a good time. I'm always in for a good time. Uh, it's it's, it's actually a classic one from him, uh, Lost in America. Oh yeah. Have you heard that one? I've heard of it. I've not seen it. I uh, finally got around to watching it, and um, I really like it. It's definitely low key. Yeah. Uh, '70s humor. Sure. And. The thing that I like about Albert Brooks movies is that he has the ability to make you, th- you know, like, what, things that, like, are these big, like, we big declarative moments in other movies. Yeah. He likes to take that moment and then find the sad reality in it. Yeah. <laughs> like, a character in any, in any incident, you know, inciting incident, another character goes through in any other movie, that's the, ah, the big plot push. Yeah. An Albert Brooks version of that character doesn't make it any better. <laughs> when, Albert, when an Albert Brooks version of that character makes those big declarative moments, the rest of the world, in a reality, yeah. <laughs> will tell him, hey, alright, I get it, maybe chill. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I enjoy about Albert Brooks' movies and Albert Brooks' characters, is the idea that, like, I got this amazing thing! Cool, that's great. Maybe just, you want to wait on that? Yeah. <laughs> so Lost America is is very uh, if that's your kind of bag seventies humor. Book. I it's a good I, one. I, uh, I haven't seen it, but I I don't think I've seen an Albert Brooks movie I haven't liked so far. So. What have you seen? Uh, what's the, why, why am I blanking on the titles? Um, the one where he's dead. Defending your life. Yes. Love. That's def- a very good movie. Love defending your life. <laughs> uh, Mother is very good. Mother's really good. Yeah. Yeah. And um, modern romance. Yeah. Yeah. Modern Romance is good. Yeah. Like, that makes good movies. Yeah, he does. Yeah. yeah. No, Modern Romance is, uh, then you'll be ready for Lost in America. Though. Yeah. Yeah, Modern Romance is, like, my first step into really finding, trying to watch his 70s stuff, and yeah. Modern Romance is, like, the same thing, where he's like, I'm gonna make these big decorative moments, and it's like, yeah, but, <laughs> <laughs> by the way, did you see that, that Ryan Johnson Instagram video? No. So, you remember in Modern Romance that our Brooks plays, like, a, like, a, a Foley artist? Yeah. Um, and then, I, was it? In fact, um, James Brooks, his James brother. James L. Brooks? Yeah, was that his... That's his brother? Yeah. Wait, James L. Brooks from, from like, Cheers? Uh, director? Uh, director, I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that's his... Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're, they're brothers, I but, did not know that. Um, so, well, because there's that scene where he's... As good as it gets, James L. Brooks? Yeah. Spanglish James L. Brooks? That one? <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's that scene where, like, I believe James L. Brooks is playing a sci-fi director. Okay. And... They're like doing. He's like, is there a way we can make the floor sound sci-fi? Yeah. Because it does. It sounds like it's carpet. Yeah. So um, what I loved is that it Ryan Johnson recreated that scene 
That's Four. a good scene. Yeah. <laughs> right? I, I'm going to look up if they're brothers. Yeah, double I, check. I, I yeah. do not believe All you. All of a sudden, now I'm questioning that. Because Brooks is not his real last name. His real last name is Einstein. See? He was Albert Einstein. That's why I had to change his name to Brooks. Albert Brooks' real name is Albert okay, Einstein. Okay, okay. Double check on that. Um, I might be wrong now. I'm, <laughs> I'm doubting that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to... Oh, be... no. That's a thing that you, like... I didn't mean to be... No, 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 no. Woodward double check. Double check head. right now. Because I know him and Albert Brooks have worked so much together. Um, I think my brain thought they were. No, he's... I believe his brother is um, Super Dave Osborne. Al, uh, Albert Brooks' brother. Albert Brooks' brother? Okay. Because yeah. that's Bob Einstein. That's right. Oh. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Okay. So I've just been proven wrong, and that's Sorry. fine. I'm fine with that. No, no, no. It's cool. Don't yeah. worry. Everyone, it's fine. <laughs> I just assumed. Yeah. I just always assumed. Because, yeah. like, they work together a lot. They've done yeah. a lot together. Uh, but anyway, yeah, no. Um... Uh, I pulled a boner. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it's all right. It happens. It happens. Uh, but no, like, yeah. So that scene specifically. I also, I think I said James L. James Elbrook worked on Cheers, which I don't believe is true. I, for some reason, I always confuse whether he worked on Cheers or The Simpsons. Okay, he definitely he's The Simpsons. Yeah. Okay. For some reason, that that's my issue. I, I went with it. FYI, we yeah. both have it. We both had some James Elbrook. Listen, it, the room is also getting warm again. It is so. <laughs> It's getting very hot in the room. Um, okay, but like I said, like yeah, if you look at Ryan Johnson's Instagram account, yeah. he recreated that scene with his sound editor for for Last Jedi. Yeah, <laughs> that's really awesome. Yeah, <laughs> he's like he's doing literally the same bit, and his, his editor from Sa- and Last Jedi is like like literally doing the Albert Brooks's half of the conversation. It's really God, great. that is very good. <laughs> um, um, so yeah, no, uh, Lost America. Yeah, I don't. I don't really have any old movies. I'm looking at the movies I've seen. It's, it's a bunch of new stuff and mm-hmm. Super Mario Brothers. Like I see that you uh, watched Turbo Kid recently, and I that's did. not that old. But we did. No. We saw that together in the theater. We did uh, yeah. at the Frida. At the Frida Cinema. At the Frida Cinema. But it looks, Santa Ana, California. Well, I'm glad to see you still like it. I did still like it. It's a good movie. <laughs> check out Turbo Kid. Uh. And check out Super Mario Brothers. I know I talk about that movie enough, but. It's so good. Well, okay. How was the the Frida? Uh, oh, it was amazing. Screening, uh, the rooftop screening. screening. Yeah. I went to a, a free rooftop screening of Super Mario Brothers at the Frida Cinema. They screened it on the roof of the parking structure. Um, yeah, it was the first time I'd seen the movie all the way through in a while because okay. for the podcast I watch it minute by minute. That's right. Um, but I hadn't seen it all the way through, and fuck, it holds up so good. <laughs> Super Mario Brothers is such a good movie uh, to the point where I I genuinely don't understand. I mean, I understand why some people don't like it, mm-hmm. but I don't understand why more people don't. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like there should be more people like me out there who really like the film. Because <laughs> every person that has I've watched it with, yeah, um, which is three people at this point, have all said, yeah, that was good. That was a good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just really want to get out there and spread the gospel of Super Mario Brothers. I, I'm in that camp that, like... It's been a while since I sat through it all the way through. And I actually was planning to go to that. I don't know why you have to say sat through it. It's, it's a rollicking roller coaster of a film. I get it. I get it. You like it a lot. It's, yeah. <laughs> but um, it's been a while since I did a whole sitting of it. Uh, but yeah. I remember when, when I did... I put in my brain that I didn't like it. Yeah. You know. And I, when uh, when I did... Because I did two episodes of... Of, of the of, Super Mario Brothers Minute? Of yeah. the Super Mario Brothers Minute. And... Actually, to, to to my to my to my surprise, it was like two really awesome minutes. Yeah. So 
I'm sitting there going like, okay, maybe. There only are awesome minutes. Hold on, hold on. I go like, listen, you do a show to defend it every week. You don't need to do this to me or the audience. They know. It's just so good. I just love it so much. Um, but yeah, no, like these minutes were very good. Yeah. And super cool. And it does remind me like how much I love Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins and, is great. And Bob Lake Uzamo yeah. in that movie. So, I. Mm-hmm. Hey, maybe, maybe, maybe it's, maybe, maybe it's two. It's on YouTube. Like the what? Like the whole movie is on YouTube. Like illegally? I mean, illegally, but like not, not, not a small size. Not like two screens. Like not split up. Just not, not split up in any different parts. Not sped up. Not sped up. Nothing. Literally, just the whole movie is on YouTube All because right. no one's bothering to take it down. <laughs> How long has it been there? Did you check? Uh, I don't know, but I'll tell you this. Mm-hmm. I I watched it on. Sorry, sorry, Hollywood Pictures. I watched it on YouTube last week. And on the episode of How Did This Get Made mm. about it, which is at least two years old, yeah. they reference it being on YouTube for free. <laughs> so for at least that length of time. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I know how much you love that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll just give a bonus quick additional new rec. Uh, right. Annabelle Creation was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. I keep hearing that. Yeah. Because I... I I know the first one, not a lot of people seem to really like it that much, but it made I money. Yeah. I didn't even see the first Annabelle. Yeah. I saw The Conjuring, I didn't see the Annabelle. So that's why I kept this thing. I heard that people who've seen Annabelle was like, eh, it's kind of lazy horror, but it made enough money yeah. that to justify a second one. Then all the people who weren't feeling that first one, who saw the second one, came like, that surprisingly was fun. Yeah, I liked it a lot. And the, the, I will say the weird thing, though, is if you haven't seen the first Annabelle, the last scene of Annabelle Creation is nonsense. <laughs> because it does, it, like, directly connects. Like, the last scene of Annabelle Creation is the first scene of Annabelle. Okay. Um, so, yeah, be warned. If you have not seen Annabelle, watch this movie because it's, like, good. But mm. be prepared for just a weird ending that will not make sense to you. <laughs> but you have to go to Wikipedia after, like I did. Well, I mean, yeah, it's part of the Conjuring universe as now. Yeah. Because that's what we do nowadays. They're doing the nun too. Yeah, and they... there's a scene in Annabelle Creation that like teases the nun. Oh, oh. There's a little backdoor pilot for the nun. I'm, I'm in not Annabelle a... Creation. Hey, Warner Brothers, whatever works. <laughs> <laughs> you got to you know the DCU universe. Well, to is be still... fair, I mean, I like the Conjuring movies and I like mm-hmm. Annabelle Creation. Like, it's yeah. not, it's working. Hey, you know? it could actually be yeah. the good one. Yeah. <laughs> Like between this and the monster universe, they these might actually be the they might actually be the only ones doing decent shared universe movies, yeah. despite the fact that they're screwing up the big one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Wonder Woman was good though. Um. <laughs> yeah, so was Suicide Squad. No, no, no. <laughs> Suicide Squad. It was the best case scenario for Blade Runner as well, and that it was really good except for Jared Leto. <laughs> No, I'm not. No, no, no. Super Squad's garbage. Super <laughs> Squad's great. Super Squad is hot garbage. It's my favorite depiction of Gotham since Batman and Robin. We are on two different planes. I right like now. <laughs> I like bright colors, Justin. I can see that. <laughs> um, join us next month. <laughs> Do you want to declare right ass now that we're going to watch Poltergeist for next month? You know what? It's October. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. Next month will be Paul Clear Guys. So we're starting our new phase yeah. of producer well, Spielberg-ish. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Poltergeist. Guys. Let's be honest. Well, I mean, okay. Poltergeist I mean, was director. We will get to that. Yeah. Um, so, no, okay. Let's, but actually, you know what? That's appropriate. Yeah. It's, it's October. It's Halltober. Halltober. Yeah. Halloween's. Yeah. Let's get, let's get a little scary. Let's yeah, get, let's get spooky. Let's get spooky. Yeah. Poltergeist. Next month. Maybe, check it out. Check it out. 
Oh, we didn't do plugs. Oh. Want to do it? Let's just backtrack it? Yeah. Okay. That, that was a false setting. That was sorry. a twist. Sorry. It's hot. You stayed after the credits, and you got the plugs. <laughs> it's hot. I'm sorry. <laughs> Go to bedmorenetwork.com. Check out all the great shows on there. You can follow me on Twitter, at VeryCoolEmily. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram as well, at VeryCoolEmily. You can follow this show on Twitter, at BenOnSteve. And you can and should write us a review and rate us on iTunes, or, as Andrew likes to call it, Apple Podcasts. <laughs> Justin, what do you got for us? A lot, actually. Yeah? I got quite a bit to plug this the from for a while. It's a good thing we went back. Yeah, I know. So. <laughs> Oh, okay, uh, yeah, yeah. like usual, find me on Twitter at Justin Kizan. Find yeah. me on Instagram at Justin Quiz. Yes, somehow I'm still doing video a day, even with the mishap on my phone dying on me. That's craziness. Um, still doing video a day. Uh, of course, like I've mentioned a couple times, I'm also uh, uh, doing another podcast. I might have another podcast with Andrew Lindy called Nothing New. Um, also, I got two weird ones coming up. Yeah. Well, one that's actually available to read right now. I've hinted this a couple years ago, and uh, it's finally on its it's finally uh, on its weekly release of a page a week. I have co-created a comic book. Yay. Um, if you like Power Rangers, or if you seem to if you if you're in deep, Tokusatsu, Ultraman, Common Rider, um, this is the the web comic for you. I hope um, it's called Shining Yusha. Yusha spelled with two U's. Uh, so you can find us on, on the Facebooks, uh, you can find us on Twitter, and you can find us on Tumblr. Uh, we are gonna do a, uh, page a week, it's me and my co-creator and the artist, uh, Victor Kamba, you can find him on, at Victor, uh, Vic Perfecto. I believe you referenced him on this episode when you said my friend Victor. That's true, I did! Yeah. Correct. Ties it back in. Yeah. Um, it's gonna be, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a Japanese style superhero comic. Uh, we got a goofy monster already in its appearance. It's made, it's a giant scissor. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, uh, we have a, a, a fun, cool teenage, uh, female superhero that, uh, hopefully you guys will enjoy. So, Shining Yusha is available. Also, again, if you're still in that weird camp and, okay, if you're in deep, like, deep... Like, I'm talking deep. Like, you watch current Japanese superhero shows that's mm-hmm. on the air, and we don't ask how you got them because you shouldn't have had them legally. Um. <laughs> don't worry about it. KissAsian.com, obviously. Don't worry. Don't that's, even worry about it. It's not, there we go. I it's, didn't say anything. I say what? No, I don't know what you're talking Anyway, yeah. uh, and you are aware of the new show that's out, Common Rider Build. I am out starting. I'm in, I'm doing a a new weekly live stream show. Oh, that's awesome! Um, for, I didn't know about this. I just I did it yesterday. I gave it a shot, and I'm I'm gonna stick with it as much as I could. I'll be a regular on uh, the Pop Culture Renegades YouTube channel, in which we will do a live stream discussion of the new episode of the current show, Comrade Build, um, every Sunday, 7 p.m. Uh, Pacific time. Where, uh, yeah, join us live, comment, we'll answer questions on, we'll answer questions on the air, and we'll talk about our feelings of the current show. I, that's my first live stream I've ever done. Yeah. I had a lot of fun. The folks over at Pop Culture Renegades are, uh, in deep like me. Yeah. With the common Writer <laughs> and the Tokusatsu and the Japanese stuff. Yeah. Um, so if that is your bag, the, when this episode drops on the 15th, Yes. We will have, uh, you know, that Sunday, uh, we will be, I'll be back on that show discussing episode two of the new show. Awesome. Comrade Build, and yeah, that should be 
fun. I do so much, Emily. <laughs> <laughs> That's very cool. That's very exciting. Yeah, thank you. Um, and we will see you next month for Poltergeist. Yes. Out there in the Benview Podcast land. My name is Justin. This is Andrew. Hello. And we have to do a podcast about movies called Nothing New, a remake podcast. Indeed, we do. If you like to talk about remakes, or more accurately, listen to other people talk about remakes, you should check out our podcast. It's on the Benview Network website, whatever that is. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.